If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Hello and welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success and this is episode number 41 and I'm so pleased to be back with you again. Um, Summer seems to be in the dim and distant past now and I'm getting ready to head off on a road trip which starts so around the um, last week of September and we'll be heading down to Florida, Alabama, Louisiana uh, in an RV. And uh, it's it's great because it gives me the chance to just to get away from the office for a while. We've been sitting in this office for 17 hours a day, just about seven days a week since early May. And now that the season's over, it really is a good chance to get some good downtime. But I won't be idle while I'm away. I'll be working on blog posts, podcasts. Um, a couple of other really, really exciting things that I will let you know of soon. And one other thing, I'll be towards the end of October, we'll be driving the RV up to Dallas and parking it up there for a week and uh, and hopefully meeting up with some of the great podcasters that uh, that I met at the Podcast Movement Conference because a lot of them are located in Dallas. But the main reason for going there is that I can hop on an aircraft and head to San Diego on the 23rd of October to go to the VRMA conference. And I am just really stoked about getting there, doing such a lot of networking, meeting some of the people, many of the people that I've actually interviewed on the podcast, but never actually met. So um, so that's going to be a lot of, of fun. Of course, when we go away, we sort of head down. We go down into the into deep into Kentucky for a couple of weeks, and then we go down to the what they call the Forgotten Coast of Florida. And before I go, I'm always on the lookout for information. What we can, what can we do when we get there? And my the sort of information I'm looking for is about hiking trails, places where I can go and cycle because I take my bike with me. So I'll be doing a lot of hiking, a lot of running, cycling, hopefully get some swimming in as well. So I need to know long before I go where I'm going to do all these things because I don't want to waste my time when I'm there researching all this stuff that uh, that would be great to have to hand once we arrive. And that research is, you know, it takes some time I'm going to a lot of different websites, pulling things from here, pulling things from there. And, you know, it's little things like my husband celebrates his birthday while we're down in Florida and we're trying to find a really nice restaurant to go to when uh, when we're there. And it would be so good to have some first-hand information on, on what are the best restaurants. And if anybody is listening to this, if you're listening and you're around the Carabelle area, which is south of Tallahassee, uh, just to the east of Apalachicola in uh, in Florida on the Panhandle, 
please let me know. I would, we, we just really want a nice, a really good seafood restaurant where we can go um, towards the uh, to middle of October to celebrate Phil's birthday. And that would be fantastic. But the thing is, it would be so great to find all this information in one spot. And this is what we've been saying to owners for such a long time is put together all this information that your guests might want to know when they come on vacation in your place. With this in mind, I'm absolutely delighted to welcome my guest today because he has developed a series or, or a way of designing your, your own vacation insider's guide. So let's get on with the interview and you can hear all about it. So I'm absolutely delighted to have with me today Andy McNulty, who some of you may remember as being the brains behind Getaway Earth, which was a site that I followed for a long time a few years ago. Um, Andy's going to tell us a bit more about Getaway Earth, but uh, just, just briefly, a little bit more about Andy. He was, for the last four years, he was the chief financial officer for Gucci America and lived in New Jersey and has recently returned back with his family to England where he's immersing himself full-time in the vacation rental industry. So I am just really interested to hear about this huge sea change in uh, career, let's call it, or reason he's taken this time now to to move into our business and to grab it by the horns and deliver to us something that's really, really interesting. Andy, how are you today? Very well, thank you, Heather. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It's a, as I say, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. I think I I have been after you for a little while to come on the podcast, but uh, until you you left your career job and returned back to England, it wasn't really the best time. So this uh, this is great that we're we're getting you on here now, particularly as you're you're really moving forward with with the new venture, which we're going to be hearing about. But uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, about yourself, about your journey in vacation rentals. What was it that, because you've been doing this for a long time before you came back to England, certainly with Getaway Earth. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. I have. I've, I've, um, I mean, before I got involved in the industry, um, I grew up on, on vacation rentals or, or holiday lets as we, we knew them more in the UK. Um, you know, I grew up going to them with my parents. You know, they, they were my preferred choice when I had kids as well. I've got two kids, 12 and 9. So, you know, we've been through all the years with them at, uh, at Vacation Rentals. And they're just, the, you know, they're just the perfect choice for us with kids. You know, they're versatile. Uh, they give them more space than hotels. You know, all, all the reasons that, that many people promote Vacation Rentals over hotels are, are, are dead true and, and perfect for us. Um, so, you know, that that's why I kind of fell in love with the industry. It was always because it just felt so right for us as a family choice on the holiday. And I, I wanted to think about how I could take that passion and, and, and that love of vacation rentals into, you know, a business idea. And you mentioned Getaway Earth, and that, that was a project that, uh, you know, we began, um, my, my co-founder and I, back in probably 2007 or eight. And 
you know, as, as you said in the early part of the intro, you know, my, 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 my real career, so to speak, has always been in finance and in, and in the, the luxury fashion world. So in, in those kind of circles, you don't have the luxury of time to pursue a hobby or, or to develop a business that has, you know, um, some real chance of success. But, you know, I thought naively that we'll give Getaway Earth a go and, you know, we'll make it successful. And, and of course we will, you know, because it's easy. And the reality is it's not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's dreadfully hard to try and capture both uh, the owner interest and the renter interest in a marketplace. Um, and as anyone who knows these listing sites and has maybe run a listing site knows, it's, it's a bit of a chicken and egg thing. You know, who do you grab first, the owner or the renter? And, and how do you satisfy both? And the answer is it, you either have to some, have something very, very original or you have to have a lot of marketing power. And, uh, you know, although I had a successful career in the fashion world, there was never going to be enough money in that to, to, to fuel this, this getaway earth dream. Um, but nonetheless, we, we, we tried to create something very different and we did, we did try and make it very personal. You know, I, I don't own a vacation rental, but uh, for, for years of having rented a vacation rental, I very much understand what guests want. Um, and and that's that's something which is uh, a more personal approach. You know, you are transacting directly with an owner, um, so there's a level of trust there that you have to you have to get to. Um, you know, you're parting with a lot of money, but as well as that, um, you know, with an owner, you get uh, all of those personal touches that you don't get with a hotel. You know, for example, where to go and eat, uh, where's the best place to to find a, a quiet spot on the beach. Um, yeah, all the little touches that go into running a vacation rental, we tried to capture in Getaway Earth. So much so that we 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 wanted that the goal was always to make it that a that a guest would land on any of the property pages on Getaway Earth, and they would find everything they needed to know about the owner, the area, the accommodation. So you know, photos are very important. Clear description is very important. And I think I think personally. Um, and, uh, you know, of, of course, I may be a little biased, but I do think that we succeeded on that front. And I know the, the feedback we had from many of our owners was that the site was easy to use, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, a long story short, we, I think we built something good and, and we had a great experience doing it. But we were never going to have the might, the marketing power to, to attract renters in their thousands and hundreds of thousands to make it work. But it, but it was a great experience. Um, you know, it gave us uh, a, a good network. Um, it gave us a, a, a fairly solid reputation amongst owners for being people that, that are genuine, um, for being people that, that want to produce something that is credible um, and, and looks good. Um, and so we decided to, to make the decision to close that down. And, and both my partner and I went back to our regular day jobs. We, we, we kind of shut down, let's say, for a few years. And uh, having made the decision uh, for my family reasons to move back to the UK, um, it seemed like the right time to, to give the, the personal venture another go, but to, to do it in a way in which it could be successful. I love that, um, I, I love that sort of potted history of, of Getaway Earth. And, you know, when you say you started it in 2007, 2008, it was, it was just around about that time when Home Away were really kicking off into high gear I think um, TripAdvisor were, were, um, took that majority stake in FlipKey and the big mm-hmm. boys were really kicking off. Be- because I remember looking at Getaway Earth and thinking, this is what 
we really need. We need this sort of personal touch, this relationship with the owner, because that that was a major part of it. That the owners were were telling the story about themselves, what they liked about the place, what they the places they enjoyed going to, and I thought that was just of huge value. But I'm, yeah, I, I guess you know, without that um, that funding, you would have needed to to bring it up to a a home away TripAdvisor level. I hate to say it was doomed to failure. Failure is is definitely not what happened to it, but it it was. I mean, can I say it was a bit like a lost in in the big sea at that time? Yeah, it, it was. It, it, de- it definitely was. And uh, in some respects, I think we were too late to the game. Um, you know, we had the idea back in you know, the early two thousands, but never really pulled our fingers out. But I, but I also think that it, it, in certain respects, it was ahead of its time because if I look at a lot of the the um, the stuff that's going on in the industry right now, it is around being personable. Um, and it is around being able to stand out from the crowd. You know, you look at the things like uh, you know, people like Matt Lando are doing, like yourself are doing. Um, it's all about trying to make sure that that uh, you're able to to demonstrate how unique and different you are to everything else out there on the market. Um, you know, competition's rife. So, you know, I think in some respects, there's a lot of things that we did back then, which which you know I'm drawing on now, and we're able to utilise now. But but in a in a in a way in which that the model is not doomed to fail anymore. I think I think the, the model we have for, for the two new ventures is something that, that has a real um, a real chance, um, and, and it has a found a sound basis behind it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I I think Getaway Earth was a great experience, but um, you're right, doomed to failure may be a good good phrase to use. <laughs> I, uh, well, it's interesting that, uh, that that you say it was perhaps before its time because I'm seeing a movement starting now that, that's beginning to grow momentum from owners who are, you know, looking to be seen. They don't want to just, just be hidden amongst the mass of perhaps agency properties out on, uh, out on the listing sites. And even the small agencies, they are, they are losing themselves in in that mass of properties and need to find a way to make themselves more visible. I've taken a look at what what you're doing now and and I think that that is such a great way forward. So, you know, your current projects are focused now on delivering information to guests. So, tell us about the vacation insider guides and and what's involved in them. Where whereabouts are you going with this? Yeah, absolutely. The, the the insider guides are designed to be short, bite-sized guides, um, which will inspire someone to to book a stay. Um, the goal is very much to try and convert people from an inquiry to a booking stage, and so therefore we view the guides as very much part of the marketing toolset which an owner and a, and a property agent has. But but we're well aware how short on time many uh, would-be guests are, and and how they surf the net very quickly. So that was the point, to make these guides short, bite-sized, but very inspirational. So whilst they are short, they capture all of the information in, in what we consider to be uh, an impactful way. So meaning the, the visuals are very, very good. We try to use very, very clear images. We try to use wow images. We pay attention to the design. We've used the, the services of a design company to try and give it a bit of a slick feel. So this is not... Um, you know, a, a regular kind of, um, you know, five, six page uh, info pack, heavy on text, um, 
without any personality. It, it's completely the opposite. Um, and, and, and that's the philosophy behind the insider guides. And you're right that the idea is to deliver information that is really important to guests um, and to boil it down to, to what is the very essence of a stay in that area and a stay with that owner. Because, you know, us, us renters, and I, you know, I am one of those people, as I mentioned earlier, we do want to try and capture that information very quickly. So when I'm looking through VRB or VRBO or HomeAway um, or any of the listing sites, which I frequently do, you know, the key thing that I'm trying to get past is, firstly, do I feel like I'm going to have a great stay with this owner? Do I trust the owner? Do I feel like they're professional enough? And, and there's a hundred things that go into that, but, but I assimilate all that in my mind within seconds. Um, and it's very easy to tell when you're looking through a listing site what you feel is, a, is going to be a good experience and what you feel is going to be a mediocre experience. So the idea of these guys is to, is to firstly address that point. So it's to, it's to make sure the owner has a very, very clear and concise description of you know, who they are how they came to own in a place like that, you know, what, what, what's so wonderful about it, kind of make that, make that story jump off the page and, and, and lure me in as a guest, make me believe in you. Um, so that's the prime goal. And, and then, you know, we, we, we want to layer over the top of that some of the practical stuff that, that, that is often important to, to guests. You know, the things like where is uh, a great restaurant to eat? Where can I find the beach which is quiet? You know, you're the owner You've lived and breathed that area probably for many, many years, and you've been staying at your rental for many years as well, um, and you've tested it out. You know the area like the back of your hand. So as a guest, I'm really looking to find that information in, in a succinct way and in an enticing way. And that's where we got the insider part of the guide from, because that, that's exactly what owners are. And even property agents, who you may consider not necessarily to be as personable as an owner, are actually equally as personable because behind that business behind that agency business there are a team of people and often a small team of people who are exactly like owners and uh, are, are perfectly uh, positioned to be able to give all that information that an owner can as well so I hope that gives a, a flavour for what they're like Heather let me know if I missed anything oh I think that's great and I, I certainly second what you're saying about agencies because I run an agency and we have around 200 properties right across uh, Ontario that we manage on behalf of the owners. It's always been a source, source of um, humour for us when, uh, when we go to some of the big, um, we, we go to the big cottage life exhibition, cottage life show in Toronto in the spring and somebody will come by the, uh, the booth. And just a bit of background, Ontario has over 250,000 lakes. So somebody will come by the booth and say, hi, I've got a cottage on this lake and it's Lake Monroe and you'll never have heard of it. And one of us will be saying, absolutely, we've heard of it. And yeah. we know, you know, we know where the nearest restaurant is, where you can get the best butter tarts in the area. Um, the fact that the uh, the liquor store closes early on a Tuesday or something, <laughs> something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, I mean, even even in the the, the huge area that we cover, as a small agency and as every other small agency out there, we know our stuff and, and getting this across there. And I, I have been looking at some of these um, vacation insider guides, and but we find them at vacationinsiders.com. And I'm going to put that on the show notes. Make sure you go and take a look at some of these because 
the um, the issues there. And it's like a magazine style publication. So you can look at all of them and they are out there by individual owners who've created these and agencies. So before we go into the actual mechanics of, of how these are put together, Andy, just just okay. let tell me what makes them more valuable to owners and their guests rather than, you know, them just blogging about it or having the information included on a website. And I have seen some great websites with lots of links to, to different things going on in the area, links to restaurants. How do you feel that the insider guides are more valuable than that? I would say that most owners who have their own websites out there do have a lot of the content that would be in a guide on their website. I think that the website, that the, that the guides have um, the ability to, to really kind of uh, you know, stand out from, from the crowd you know, if you go onto a if you go onto a website and you're you're making multiple clicks to get to information, you often run the danger of losing the guest. Um, I found that personally, but I think the guides allow you to pack all of that information into a few pages, uh, which is something that uh, a would-be guest can sit down and read while they're having a coffee, while they're planning together with their wife or their husband or their kids. Um, and you can flick through just four or five pages and see things much more visually and right there in front of you than you may be able to get through navigating through uh, multiple pages on, a, on an owner website. And I also think that um, these guides have the bonus of being very, very portable. So, you know, whereas a lot of the owner information is, is there, it's, it's in a static place on their website. Whereas these guides are distributed over multiple platforms, we do use two publishing platforms, they are capable of being shared through any of the social networks, Facebook, Twitter, uh, et cetera, and any, any social network you care to mention. Um, they, have a, they have a very unique feature of being able not just to be linked to, because they all have their own unique web link, but you also have the option of um, placing a real live copy of the guide on your website. So if you go to our website and you take a look at some of the guides, you'll see that when you open a guide up, you can flick through it just like you can a magazine. That exact same experience can be done through the owner website. Um, and it's, it's done very, very simply. It sounds complex to a lot of people because when I start talking about HTML and embed codes, you know, people switch off sometimes. But it's a very, very simple um, code which the magazine publishers give back to us which any web designer or any owner who's fairly technically savvy can, can put on their website and it will display just like a magazine. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not one to say, oh, you know, the, the, these guides are groundbreaking, you know, they're putting information out there that nobody has anywhere on the website. It's, it's not true. You're right. The, the information does exist on the owner websites, but I think these guides give it a new twist and they make it visually appealing, which I think is very, very important as well. You know, as we're talking, I'm looking at... Um... Uh, one on Boston and that you know New England's Boston a vacation insider's guide and the the, the visual appeal is fantastic mm-hmm. and the other things that I'm it, it really is and you've, got, you've just got to go take a look at this because it starts out with the an introduction from the uh, from from the owners of and they have a unique houseboat vacation rental which is pretty unique in its in its own way, but but then I just love the as you say the bite sized uh, information that that 
gives the whole experience of Boston. And it's they, they call it Jim and Deb's Real Boston. And it just, I love it. You know, if I was going to Boston, this is where I would get the information from. I want the information from somebody who knows it, who lives it, who's been there, who who's going to tell me the best trails to go on, the best restaurants to go to. So this, I'm, I'm really taken with this. Uh, love it, Andy. Thank you. I mean, that, that exactly as you described is the very purpose. It's supposed to capture the essence of, you know, the owner and the uniqueness of their vacation rental in that one spot. Um, and short enough for us all to digest in a few minutes. And then uh, if we want to, to go and look at something else, we can look at something else, but hopefully we're going to book a, book a stay with that owner. Yeah. So, so let's go into the um, the technicalities of it now. How how are they put together? What does it cost an owner? Can they be updated? All those all those sorts of insider insider things. Well, the answer is yes to all of the above. <laughs> we uh, you know everything is possible. Um, how are they put together? Very very simple. We um, as you'll see from most of the guides, they all fair, follow a fairly similar template. And what we do with every owner is try to replicate that template. That's not to say we, we're rigid. If an owner wants to include something different, they by all means can suggest that and can include something different. And often as we're, we're designing and creating these guides, we, we see things which we think might be appealing. Um, and having you know, got to know the owners a little bit, we kind of sense what they're like and are able to try and draw some more things out of them that, may, that they may not have considered themselves. So the guides follow a similar template, but a very, very... Um, very, very flexible as well for people to add things. How they're put together is dead simple. We have uh, two options. Either I do a call with the owner, um, and I've done that with, with a few people. It takes no more than half an hour. Um, and, uh, I mean, I guess you as running these podcasts know that, that even though half an hour is a small amount of time, it's amazing what information you can capture in that amount of time. Um, for example, the Las Vegas guide we did, a lady called Amy, who, uh, who was, was wonderful to deal with. We had a half an hour call. The, the, the call was taped, or not taped, that's old-fashioned, isn't it? The call was recorded, and you know, we captured everything that we needed to. And then there was a series of emails that we exchanged after that to say, you know, I, you know can you clarify this point you mentioned? Uh, can, can we add this? But essentially, all the information was captured over the phone. So that's option one. Um, option two is the, the preferred choice of most of our owners, um, and that is we give you access to a very, very simple online software. As, as unappealing as online software sounds, I can assure you it's dead, dead simple to use. It's very much like a, a Word document online. And we set all the different categories up online, and the owner simply fills in the information as and when their time allows them to. So unlike the call, this one is, uh, this option is a more fluid process where the owner can dip in and out uh, through the period of a week, two weeks, however long it takes them to get the information correct. Um, and they simply write. We give very, very clear guidance on how many words to write, you know, when, when, writing, is, when writing is becoming too many words, you know, when to pull back, the type of information to include. Um, so those are the two options. I, I, and it's entirely dependent on how the owner likes to approach things. And everyone likes to do a phone call. You know, some prefer to sit in front of their PC. Absolutely fine. So having gathered all the information, we then, we then suck it all up. We produce the guide that you see in front of your, your screen. Um, we do all that design magic. We, we, we do all the editing. 
the photos are a little trickier because you know photos are so important to these guides and they have to have that wow factor um and but equally we have to be very very aware of copyright um and particularly on buildings that that are protected you know for example disney disney corporation are very very tough on those kind of things so if we we did a guide recently for for a lady who who owns around disney and it was a wonderful guide um and before we all pressed the button you know we made sure the copyright issue was addressed and really really quickly realized that it's not possible to to produce that guide so you know you have to go back to the drawing board a bit on that one which is disappointing but you know having got that experience now we know what is right and what is not right to put uh in a guide in terms of photos uh we have access to um to a stock photo website which has tons and tons of of uh of photos which we're able to use for the guides so if if as owners you don't feel like you have a good representation of of all the things that you're talking about in the guide we do have a stock photography website which captures a lot of the things you'd be surprised how many things are on there um so the the, the photo process is is a little trickier but but we're the ones that will drive that process we'll we're the ones that will will make sure it gets done um and it's not something that that an owner has to stress about at all um so once that text done once the once the photos are done we we're pretty much done we we swap uh drafts of the guide with owners along the way and you know owners of and we share a pdf at that point we don't share the full published thing we share a pdf in draft form the owner gets to read it gets to suggest changes we take our time we we want to get it absolutely right so any any kind of feedback you know even if we have to go and write the thing again that's perfectly fine um and the result is that uh you know we end up with guides like you see on the website which which we hope uh show the amount of time and effort that the that we've all put in in making it a great looking thing. Uh the final thing is we publish it. The publishing side of things is is done through um two websites both of which are are experts in the world of publishing. One is issue.com and the other one is jumag.com. And we chose those two as publishing tools because they're they're two of the best products in our experience on the web. in you know that they they make sure that every guide is is readable um from any device and that they behave the same way from any device and any browser unlike a pdf which which can behave inconsistently sometimes links don't always work in a pdf through no fault of anyone's but the publishing websites take away all of that pain and end up giving you a more more glossy magazine style look so th- th- those are those are broadly the phrases the phrase the phases that we go through and we we hear every step of the way to to help um any owners that that feel a bit uh um uh, you know a bit daunted by the task um and actually virtually every owner we've had has said what a great process it's been we have some testimonials on our website as well from people that have worked with us you know we try to make it a fun experience we try to make it something which draws on their passion for the area and and that's part of our job to make sure that that's what we get out of owners and agents because we know that unless we're able to get that out of an owner or an agent it's never going to come across on a page and it's never going to come across to to a would be guest so that that's that's the process of putting together a guide um you'd asked about cost as well right heather oh indeed yes <laughs> so the 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 cost is something that that it, this is not a uh, this is not a price list kind of product um and i'm not going to dodge the question i'm absolutely going to tell you how we price it but i want it to be clear that that 
it, it very much depends on the type of guide we put together. It very much depends on, on, on you know, how many pages an owner wants, um, how they want to approach the guide. There are a number of things which, which we draw out from a discussion, from a very, very quick discussion with the owner. Broadly, however, um, the guides are priced at the average nightly cost that you would charge your guests. So if through the course of the year, your average nightly price is $300, that's the price of the guide. Um, the, the logic behind that is, although we know that this industry is not generally booked by the night, um, I, I guess that's more of an Airbnb model, but the, the majority of places are booked obviously, as we know, by the week. But we tend to look at it per night. Um, and the idea is that if, if you're able to generate simply one night's booking through the use of these guides, and we'll, we'll get on later, I guess, to how the, how the owners can market themselves through these guides. But if, if one booking can be generated, it pays for itself. And the reason, the second reason for doing it per night is that we want this to be fair to people that have a property that rents at, say, you know, $300 a night versus one that, that is... 10 bedrooms and rents at $1,000 a night. Mm -hmm. It must be that, that the guide cost follows the revenue potential for the owner or the agent. Um, now, we, we do have um, a baseline price, which typically is around the $300 mark because we find that anything less than that, um, it, it's not economical for us to do it. And I, I, I could reference back to the Getaway Earth Days here how, how much I, I love creating something which is beautiful and well-presented and does everything, but it has to work for both sides. Um, and that's why Getaway Earth failed, because we weren't able to generate any revenue from it. So th this, these guides do take a lot of our own investment of, of time. Um, we are making our own investments in stock photography sites, in publishing sites. You know, the time that goes into it means that around about 300 is probably the baseline if we feel that, that it's, it's a great location, that it's a must-have on the site, um, that we think there's something very, very unique about the property, we're definitely open to discussing that. You know, it doesn't always have to be that that's the minimum price because we recognize that ultimately longer term, this, this product and this venture has to be appealing to guests. And guests sometimes want a unique property, a quirky property, which may be renting at $99 a night and can't afford the $300 guide price tag and we'll try and accommodate that if we think it makes sense that sounds like a um a, a very fair way of of pricing and uh and you know it's, it's a good benchmark for people to start so if they're looking at this now and they they're, they're thinking wow this looks fantastic this is something i really like to to have done for me so at least they've got a sort of benchmark price before they come to you and you don't go you, you don't sort of shock them out of existence with um humongously inflated price um I, I love it i think it's a it's it's a Absolutely. good um it's and, a good uh, model but i would also sorry to interrupt you i would also say that even those people that are the very very high end i've been talking to some owners who have beautiful properties in the in the, in the caribbean you know and they rent for many thousands a night but I'm never, ever going to charge them that price either. So, you know, there's, there's, we, we pull it down on the top end places as well to be, to be sensible. Mm -hmm. uh, we know we're well aware that owners and agents have a wealth of marketing options at their disposal, all of which cost money. Um, and we don't want to, to, to be, um, to be non-competitive at all. Um, so the, the point, the point, the overriding point here that I'm trying to get across is yes, these things cost and we all have to make a return out of them. But if, if it's interesting and if it's appealing, drop us a line, 
um, info at vacationinsiders.com um, or, or just take a look at the website, maybe take your time. There's a phone number on there as well that, that can reach me. We'll have a discussion about it. Um, and if we think it makes sense, we'll do it. Does an owner have to have their own website, Andy, in order to promote their place with a guide? No, absolutely not. What we do have on all of the guides is a link to either the owner website. It's a little button on, on the meet the, the, the section on the guide called Meet the Owners. Um, and we attempt to, to give little buttons for their, their homepage, for any Facebook, for any Twitter, for any blog, little buttons which guests can press and go and see a bit more about the owner. So one of those is a website. Um, and typically they're linking through to people's individual owner websites where they don't have their own personal website if they're on VRBO, HomeAway, Flipkey, you know, you name it, whatever website they're on that, that, that we feel is credible, then we'll absolutely include that link. If they're not on any websites and then they're doing it the old-fashioned way, um, we can absolutely still include them. This is not about having a button that links to their website. It's about capturing who they are and, and making it appealing to guests. Yeah, interestingly, as I'm looking through these, I recognize names, you know, Donna Martinez, uh, from yeah. Sea Ranch in um, Men- uh, was it Mendonoma Coast? Yeah. Um, Amy Fermani in Las Vegas. The, the, these people, these are people I know of who are who know how to market their properties, and and they've obviously selected to use the insider guides because it's complementing their current marketing strategy. Yeah, absolutely. And and what we found is that that with that comes um, a high expectation as well. You know, so so people like Donna are great to work with, and 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 she had stacks of information for us, and and wanted it to be the right guide, and we absolutely followed through on that, and and we promised her that we'd give her give her that, and I know she's very happy with the guide. Um, same with Amy. You know, all, all of all of these people we're dealing with are, are smart smart people who have a business brain who who want to make this work, um, and we're in tune with that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get get to is that. Uh... It's it's the people who understand that they are in a vacation rental business that uh, that are going to really really blow the competition away with uh, with using these guides. So I'm very conscious that we're moving on in time, Andy, and I just want mm-hmm. to um, to ask you just to give us a couple of stats on the reach the guides are getting now. I know it's very new, and you've just been going for 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 a couple of months, but uh, but what sort of reach? Uh, you know, who's who's reading them? Yeah, absolutely. We we um, we get we get a lot of analytical data through issue.com, which is one of the publishing sites we use, and they track how many times these guides are read, how many times they're open, the length of time they're read for. Since we started using issue.com, which was around about mid June, so we're, we're we're coming on to two and a half months now. Uh, we've had just under two thousand reads of the guides um, in in aggregate. Um, a couple of the very, very successful guides, you mentioned Donna's Mendonoma Coast one, that's had over 400 reads. Um, there's a couple of Anna Maria Island ones we've, we've done, which are up towards 300 reads. Um, and most people are engaging with it and staying with the guide. So these are not reads which are 10 seconds long or 15 seconds long. The average read time of these guides is four to five minutes, with some of the more engaging ones being up to seven minutes long. You know, four or five minutes spent on a short, punchy guide is 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 a decent amount of time. It tells me that that most of the content is being read and engaged with. Whether or not the guides then end up converting a booking is something that's a bit early to say. 
um, and and with the with the with the huge range of marketing tools that that these owners have, it, it's often one factor in many which leads to a conversion. I think that's the important thing. I'm not I'm not saying that these guides will generate bookings. Who can make that claim? But it's part of the overall marketing effort, part of the overall drive to to stand out from the crowd. Um, and, and to add something which is going to help in conversion and win over that business. And I think based on seeing the, the stats from how many times these things are read, there's no doubt that, that the owners that are using these guides are getting a greater awareness of them and their vacation rentals than they would do if they weren't using the guide. Yeah, well, I'm hoping to talk to um, to some of um, of these guide authors and and add in some of their testimonials as well because um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to be uh, very very helpful to anybody who's thinking about doing this. Uh, let's just finish off with and and this should be fairly easy question: <laughs> five types of local knowledge that an owner could share in an insider guide. As I say that, I'm actually looking at Darlene's uh, Sanibel Island um, magazine where she has um, five experiences you cannot miss, which is just perfect. If I was going there, I, you know, that, that is such great information. So, so just give me five types of local knowledge. Before I do, I must say Darlene was somebody who, um, we, we went to Sanibel, uh, my wife and I and the kids in April, um, and we didn't stay at her place, but we were in touch with her. And during our stay there, we actually asked her as the insider, even though we're not staying with you, since we'd collaborated on a guide, where's the best pizza I can get? It wasn't in the guide, but I said to her, where's the best pizza? And within seconds, she was back with the best place to go. And the kids loved it. So it's those kind of things which, which, are, which are gold dust. Um, anyway, back to your, your five types of local knowledge. I mean, I think t- top of the list has to be the experiences that, that you cannot miss as a guest. So whether it's, uh, you know, the, the giant Ferris wheel in Vegas that I didn't know about, or whether it's the secret beach in, in one of the Costa Rica guides, it's, it's, Tapping those experiences which I cannot miss on holiday, which I may not know about. That's top of the list. Second are the simple things like, you know, where is the best place for me to eat? And, and these guides are pitched at the owner's market. So we always ask the owner, what is your target market? If it's a family market, then we want to make sure the guide contains more family-oriented information. So those best places to eat would be the best place for a family to eat. Third would be definitely include those time-saving tips. You know, I know how frustrating it is to be on holiday and to wish I hadn't done something because it was a waste of time. So tell us what not to do. That's a key part. Fourth way is a, how to experience the local culture. So, you know, if, if, if you are staying in a, in, a, in a place that's rich in heritage, you know, what is the best place to experience that? How, how is the best way to, to view a city, for example, somewhere like Barcelona? How would I get around that quickly and experience all the heritage? And, and that's a daunting task that an owner can answer really, really quickly and easily. And finally is what not to do. Um, I think we, we, in some of our guides we have, you know, uh, yeah, I think in the Sanibel one we have Darlene's no-nos or things to avoid. It's those traps that you might fall into as a tourist. Uh, and it tends to be more of the, the far-flung places. Um, but those are important. And, and in the end, this is all about drawing on the years of experience that an owner has um, to give that guest the memorable experience. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for that. I'm I'm very very um taken with these with these guides and uh, and we'll be looking at at them more. You know, as a small agency, I think this is something that uh, 
that we should be um, considering. We're we're in a market that um, has has competition, and and I see this as an agency owner as a way to just steal the march on our competition and do something a little bit more unique that they are not doing. So um, I'll be in touch afterwards, Andy. Thank you. Look forward to it. <laughs> Andy, thank you so much. Um, I think we could talk for another hour. And and I'm sure what I'd love to do is come back in, in, in a few months' time, maybe six months' time, and just catch up and see what has happened with vacationinsiders.com. And we'll also – and maybe we, we'll um, – you know, touch base again about um, the the other project you have on, which is touchstay.com. Don't have time to really touch on that one now, but um, we should revisit that at a later date. So it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. And, um, and I hope we will be able to, you know, be in touch very, very soon. Thank you very much, Heather. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Andy. Bye-bye. Well, I really enjoyed that. I hope you did too. Uh, as I said right at the beginning, it's uh, it's been a long time since uh, I first asked Andy if he'd come on to the show, and I'm so glad I had the uh, had the chance to to talk to him. Vacation Insiders sounds fantastic, and you'll be hearing a little bit more from me about uh, certainly about that and about TouchStay.com, which is another great program that Andy's involved in. And, uh, and we'll be bringing that to you fairly shortly, I'm quite sure. Before I finish, I just want to suggest that you head on over to the show notes, make a comment, tell us what you thought about the, um, the show today. The, the reason being is that Andy's offering a free Vacation Insider Guide. And we're going to do this as a draw, just like we've done in the past, um, make a comment on the on the show at the end of the show notes let us know why a vacation insider guide would be good for you for your property or for your vacation management company and then we'll leave it a couple of weeks and then we'll do a draw of all the commenters and the lucky winner is going to get a complimentary vacation insider guide and that's not all uh, two other commenters will receive $150 off the base price of a Vacation Insider Guide, which is $350. So basically, Andy's saying that uh, that two more people will be able to create their Vacation Insider Guide uh, for $200 instead of the, the base price of $350. So why don't you just do that? Head on over to the show notes. Tell us why you think your property or your company would really benefit from having a, a vacation inside a guide and, uh, and we'll put your name into the draw. Well, that's me done for today. Uh, as I said right at the beginning, I'm heading off to uh, on vacation this at uh, the end of this week. Uh, I'll be doing some recording while I'm away on the road. I have a lot of new interviewees coming up. You're going to hear more about the podcasting group that we have going at the moment. And we have uh, six people who have decided that they're going to do a podcast for their vacation rental business. And we're working on that together uh, over on a private Facebook page. So you'll be hearing a little bit more about that 
as as time goes on over the over the winter because we're all going to be launching our podcasts in January. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, well, let, let's watch this space, see how that goes. So for now, thank you once again so much for listening. It's been great as ever to be with you. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh,